Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. I know prices on the menu. That's always a dead giveaway. For, you know, especially if you have to pay it's not going to be a cheap night for you. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. I'm Gabe Neitzel. He is Chad Brown in for the guys today. Presented in ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. And yeah, we're in for Canty and Carlin today, but Chris Carlin, the host of Canty and Carlin, joining us right now on Canty and Carlin, right here on ESPN Radio. And there are a ton of things that we need to dive into you. Uh, with you, uh, Carlin, but I want to start here because I know you're leaving tomorrow. You're going to be headlining or, or, or taking up our draft coverage on ESPN Radio Thursday night down in Kansas City. But famously on this show, you have told the story of how you once interviewed for a job in Kansas City and they took you to a seafood restaurant. Yeah. So my question to you is, do you have a list of barbecue places you are looking to hit up once you get to KC? Barbecue and steak. I mean, let's, you know, there's not going to be any amateur moves this time. It's yeah. just not going to happen. And what was worse <laughs> is I am from New Jersey. Lunch was at an Italian place and dinner was at the seafood place. And it, I, I literally turned the job down because of it. Not just because we went there. You have bad instincts. You have bad instincts. Now, <laughs> now listen. Jason Whitlock was involved at that job, too. So, yeah, they have bad instincts. <laughs> but instincts. <laughs> that might have had something to do with it, too. But at any rate, yes, I will absolutely uh, make up for that 24 hours lost in Kansas City all those many years ago. Yes. Well, I enjoy the barbecue every time I go to Kansas City. I'm sure you'll find a great spot there. Let's take it to the uh, the NBA. The Lakers and Grizzlies get together tomorrow night. Do you look at this as I do, as it being a possible gentleman's sweep and the Lakers finish out the series tomorrow? Yeah, this is over. This is this is over. And uh, look, they did what they could against LeBron at the last possession and regulation, but you knew they were dead in the water uh, in overtime as soon as he was able to convert that shot. Um, I, I uh, And yet another wager that I had with Canty that I lost. I lost two in the span oh, of man. two days. Uh, one day. Now I own a bottle of Johnny Walker Blue as well. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so this is an expensive week for me. Um, So, yeah, he's going to more than make me pay for this. The text that I've gotten so far, like, I just, I don't know what I was thinking with the Grizzlies. I I forgot that Dylan Brooks is exceptionally immature, and this is what that team is. And when you're talking about immaturity, I don't expect them to be able to come back and win a series like this. And, frankly, I – you will not be able to convince me that when Ja was at full health that they still wouldn't have been the better team, even without Steven Adams uh, or Brandon Clark. But, yeah, I expect the Lakers to wrap this up, and they're going to move on. And I'll tell you, listen, I, I get why everybody has been picking them. I still will raise an eyebrow to the situation, uh, given how older how old they are. But I, I it's impressive what they have done. There's no getting around that. 
I'm not quite sure if this happens on any other show in America, but it seems like it happens on this one. Chris Carlin, host of Canty and Carlin, a guest on Canty and Carlin. Mm. I'm Gabe Knight, so he's Chad Brown filling in for the guys today. With the Grizzlies, though, what's the next step for them? Because they lost last year in the second round as the number two seed to the eventual champion in the Golden State Warriors. So they get the two seed again this year, clearly looking to build off of that. And it almost seems like they're now taking steps backwards despite having one of the most exciting young players in the NBA today in John Morant. Yeah, the next step is pretty simple. Shut up and grow up. That, that's what they have to do. Um, Dylan Brooks is a free agent. Is Dylan Brooks, the agitator on the court, worth it? Look at Draymond Green. As much as he does what he does to agitate other people, he has clearly been worth it for the Golden State Warriors. You can't say that about Dylan Brooks right now, so they have to look at that it with a very, very critical eye. But overall, John Morant, the misses that he got himself in this year, uh, this group as a whole has to grow up immensely. I still think they're an incredibly talented team, um, but I also think that you're going to have to look at uh, high-level secondary players because I, I think we have seen that as good as Jaron Jackson is, can he consistently be your number two? I don't know about that. Not when he's the, the level of defensive player that he is. And I also think it's problematic when um, Desmond Bain has not stepped up to, to be that guy. So they have to look and see, do they need a Rodman to Batman of John Morant? And is Morant actually going to be mature enough to be Batman? Chris, do the Miami Heat beat the Bucks and break Gabe's heart? Um, <laughs> That's exactly what would happen. Yeah. We saw Jimmy Butler go to playoff mode, put up an Oof. incredible number the other night. Uh, he's playing at a really high level this series, more than uh, 10 points better than his regular season average as far as his average scoring here in the playoffs. Can the Heat get it done? <sighs> they can. I Part You're still of me a Bucks still... believer. You're still a Bucks believer. Oh, That's absolutely. I can, tell. I can tell it's still in there. Yeah, no, it definitely is. It it definitely is. And I still I still know who the best player on the court is. And I saw what Jimmy Butler did last night. He was amazing. Um, that was an all-time playoff performance. My problem is that what the Heat have been for the majority of the year they have not been the last couple of games, and that's a team that can score better, and I don't know that I believe in their ability to do that. So, all right, you have the series going back to Milwaukee. Uh, can the Bucks win this series? Still, I would still give them about a 35% chance to win this series. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, as a Bucks fan and a man in Milwaukee, I am 100% in on those odds. I will take those odds as the Bucks still being alive to potentially take on and take down the Miami Heat as we talk with Chris Carlin, host of this very fine program on ESPN Radio. Canty and Carlin, I'm Gabe Nigel. He is Chad Brown as we fill in for the guys today. All right, you've had about 24 hours now. Yeah. It's, it's been able to digest. It's able to sit there. How do you feel about Aaron Rodgers to the New York Jets and everything around the trade, what was given up, Rodgers being here in, the off, in New York in the offseason? How do you feel about the whole thing? I don't trust him. I don't trust him. And I, from a Jet perspective, I think it's Jet fan perspective. I think it's naive to the situation. I will not for a second try to 
argue that they are not a much, much better team today than they were yesterday. I look at the rest of the AFC. Is he enough to get them over the hump? How invested is he? That's where I don't trust him. Are you invested enough to show up at all the offseason stuff, or if not, to invite all your receivers out and start to get to know these guys and, and want to be involved 100% on it? Are you invested enough that three out of four weeks during the year when you're on with Pat McAfee that you aren't going to cause stupid drama talking about other things? I, I don't trust him. Why would I trust him in that? So that's where I feel like this damaged uh, fan base, and justifiably so. These people have been through so much as a, as a fan base that um, this is exciting, and I get why it is, and I know his talent. I don't know. I can't sit here and tell you they're better than the Chiefs today. I could maybe argue that they are on par with the Bills because the Bills have come back a little bit. I can't sit here and tell you that they're better than the Bengals today. They're a good team. They're, they need to win the division, in my estimation. And I worry that he showed up to make sure... Because the idea that he was going to retire this year to me was complete crap. He was not walking away from $60 million. He, as much as he wants to proclaim himself as a different guy, you're not doing that. We all know that. The Dalai Lama would have called you an idiot for doing that. <laughs> uh, so let's, let's not prepare, uh, pretend otherwise. So is it just show up in New York, hang out for a year, get your money, pack it in, go home? That's what I worry about, especially if he ends up playing more than 65%. So they're out uh, a first-round pick and a second-round pick uh, for nothing. That that's all I concern myself with, and frankly, um, at least a Super Bowl appearance, if it is going to be one year only, is the only thing that I think is acceptable. The 2023 NFL Draft is on ESPN Radio, of course, with Canty and Carlin. You're first damn right round, it is. <laughs> first round coverage begins 7 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN Radio stations on Sirius XM Channel 80. We've got the odds. What are the odds? Now it's your turn to decide. May the odds be ever in your favor. Is that a good bet or a bad bet? All right, going to play a little good bet, bad bet with our pal Chris Carlin here on Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app, and Series XM Channel 80. I'm Gabe Knight, so along with Chad Brown. And to host this very fine part of the program, we welcome in one of the guys behind the glass, Eric. What's going on, Eric? Not much. I know you don't want to say my last name. I, I could, I could see maybe you didn't want to give it a try. So, there. like, I, so when we need thing. energy there's, of the show, we turn to Eric. Yeah, there, <laughs> what's there's, up? Not much. There's a lot what's of up? H's and N's and M's and like <laughs> right. off. If it did, wasn't right in front of me, I wasn't going to take the swing, Eric. So no, I appreciate it. Eric Hanneman yeah. here hosting there Good Bet, go. Bad Bet. I KT thought it was Hanneman. <laughs> no, no, Hanneman. See, this is why I didn't do it. All right. Well, at least you know how to say, like, Victor Wembenyama. Last week, uh, I had Rostin on the show, and he threw to me out of nowhere just because he didn't know how to say Victor Wembenyama's name. But look, this is all about uh, Aaron Rodgers traded to the New York Jets, of course. And so the New York Jets are now plus 200 to win the AFC East. So, Carlin, I'll start with you. Is that a good bet or a bad bet? Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a good bet. It's definitely a good bet. I can't argue with that um the bills are at plus 135 i want to see what the bills look like after this weekend you know did they get uh, a running back that is dynamic in helping their offense whether it's 
Bijan Robinson or Jameer Gibbs. Uh, I think either one could really be that. And did they improve their offensive line? I think those are things that they really have to look at, and pass rush, too, for that matter. Uh, right now with the Jets, they're going to draft a lineman at 15. I'm fairly convinced of that. I think it's a good bet at plus 200. I got to go a good bet as well on this one. I'm with Chris. Buffalo needs a, a couple of weapons, but I'm getting a little uncertain about Josh Allen's ability to take the more experienced quarterback road and start to slide and stop using his body as a sledgehammer. Your job as an NFL quarterback is not to play on Sundays. It's to play every single Sunday. And with his style of play, I don't think 17 games is going to be possible long-term for him. So that's why I think he gets possibly nicked up, and that gives the Jets a path to win the AFC East. Yeah, I'm going with a good bet here just because I think this seems to be the most likely of the scenarios where they could potentially win the AFC East. Now, Buffalo could get aggressive and and try to add, but it was very obvious that they were missing some pieces offensively to kind of surround Stephon Diggs last year. The offense stalled out in a way that I don't think they were anticipating, and that could be an opportunity for the Jets to pounce on them, maybe get one of those, you know, split the regular season games with the Bills and end up on top of that AFC East. All right, assuming that the Jets make the playoffs now, uh, they could still make the playoffs as a wild card, of course. Uh, if the Bills maybe beat them twice in a record season, they're figuring things out. So at plus 700, and of course these, all these odds are brought to you, are courtesy of excuse me, our friends at Caesar Sportsbook, the Jets at plus 700 to win the AFC. Carlin, good bet, bad bet? Sucker's bet. We're not there yet. Um, plus 700 feels like good value, but I'm not. As long as the Chiefs are the Chiefs, I think anybody betting on anybody else to win the AFC is probably not the best of ideas outside of maybe the Cincinnati Bengals given Joe Burrow's history against them. I'm exactly the same page. I, I think it's that number is tempting and it makes you think, oh, well, if I if I get it, I'm gonna it's a big come up. But in the end, I don't think there's really a possibility for the Jets to pass Kansas City. Kansas City is the cream of the crop. Um, the Jets while they have a great roster and bringing in Aaron Rodgers and Nathaniel Hackett will certainly improve that offense over what Zach Wilson was able to provide. They don't have quite enough to get past the Chiefs. Uh, it's a bad bet. It's just a bad bet because I'm with you. The only other team, and it would have to be pretty good odds, that I would take in the AFC other than the Kansas City Chiefs right now are the Cincinnati Bengals because of what Joe Burrow's been able to do the last couple of postseasons. We're playing Good Bet, Bad Bet with Chris Carlin on Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. I'm Gabe Knight, so along with Chad Brown. Eric, what's our next one? Well, with all that being said, plus 1,400 the Jets are to win the Super Bowl. So do you guys like that number? Is that a good bet or a bad bet, Carlin? Uh, it's not terrible. It's not terrible. Like, again, 7-1 to one to win the AFC doesn't feel great. 14-1 to one to win the Super Bowl, that feels like good value that I should at least really consider. And the reason is their defense is very, very good. And so I, I think that could be a difference maker. I don't know if this, is, this really makes a whole lot of sense, but 14-1, to one, that's a healthy number. Uh, when I'm talking about 7-1, to one, it's it's not as good of a number in 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 a stacked AFC. So yeah, I think this is a a good bet. I did four coaching ter- internships in the NFL. One of those was was with San Francisco and Robert Sala was still out there as a defensive coordinator. I got a tremendous amount of respect for him. Uh, I, I like the way he relates to players. I like the passion and energy that he brings. Uh, and I say all that to say. 
I think I might have a hundred bucks for this one. I wouldn't expect. Mm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be counting my fourteen hundred dollars uh, when I put that hundred dollars down. But I would be hoping and having my fingers crossed and thinking it is a possibility that this could happen. And considering that fourteen to one, yeah, I'm willing to risk a hundred bucks on that. Yeah, those odds are enticing, certainly, but I still think this is a bad bet. If the Jets are to win a Super Bowl, to me, with Aaron Rodgers, it would have to be in year two. There's a lot of growth, to me, that has to still happen within this young roster for the Jets, and Aaron Rodgers hasn't traditionally played great with young players. It takes a while to run the offense, not on paper, but the way that Aaron Rodgers runs the offense. I think that there are going to be some little nuances here and there that are going to prevent them from being as perfect as they might need to be in order to advance to a Super Bowl and then win a Super Bowl in a pretty stacked AFC. All right, Aaron Rodgers will have, of course, the reigning Offensive Rookie of the Year, Garrett Wilson. He brought over Alan Lazard as well. Brees Hall should be back from injury. And, of course, Aaron Rodgers won back-to-back MVPs before this past season. He's now listed at plus 1,800 by Caesar Sportsbook to win MVP. Carlin, good bet or bad bet? I mean, 18 to 1, because of the number, I would, I would take it. But that's the only reason I would take it. I don't think generally it's a great bet because, frankly, I, as much as we heard about his health last year, I also think he just really did not play well, period. So I, I would say because it's 18-1 to 1 and maybe he's rejuvenated, sure, good bet. Not an amazing bet, let's put it that way. The number grabs my attention, but in the end, I saw Aaron Rodgers begin to slip last year. Yeah. And as an older player in the NFL – you don't just gradually slide off the hill. It's a pretty steep decline. We don't know when that's going to happen, but Aaron Rodgers will be 40 years old on December 2nd. So he'll be 40 years old during the season next year. I don't think the MVP is in the cards. He'll be clearly better than Zach Wilson. I think he'll help mature those young receivers on this team. There'll be lots of benefits to Aaron Rodgers being a New York Jet, but he will not be playing at an MVP caliber. As somebody who is based in Wisconsin and has talked about Aaron Rodgers every day for the past 41 as we awaited for this trade to happen after he was on the Pat McAfee show, I can assure you one thing, gentlemen. Spite motivates this man like nothing before. And somehow he has convinced himself, and we heard it right away. He was 90% retired, and the Packers started shopping him around. You want a rejuvenated Aaron Rodgers? Well, he found a way to be ticked off. He found a way to be ticked off at the Packers when he won his first of back-to-back MVPs in 2020 because they drafted his replacement in Jordan Love. And he has shared stories from high school teachers to college coaches that didn't want him in their program to not being taken number one overall of these little chips on his shoulder that he has somehow been able to stack up. 18-1 to 1 for a motivated, spiteful Aaron Rodgers. That is a good bet. Spike's very underrated. Oh, super underrated, especially yeah. for a guy who knows how to use it the way Aaron Rodgers knows how to use it. Excellent point. All right, Gabe mentioned Jordan Love there. The Jordan Love era has begun now in Green Bay, so they are currently at the longest odds on Caesar Sportsbook to win the NFC North. That number is plus 380. Is that a good bet or bad bet, Carlin? Uh, that's, that's a bad bet. I would not bet on the Packers to win the NFC North this year. No, absolutely not. I, I think the Lions break through this season. I, I think they're going to get the job done. And I also think the Bears are going to take a big step forward this year. 
Well, I'm with Chris on Detroit. I think Detroit wins the division. I also think it's a bad bet. I do not see the Bears taking a big step forward. Uh, yeah, don't pass on this one. I don't think there's much way the Packers are even in second place in that division. No, I mean, best case scenario for the Packers is third place in this division. It's it's an incomplete roster. If this if Brian Gutekunst, Packers general manager, actually felt that this was a roster that could compete for a Super Bowl, they would not have traded Aaron Rodgers. It's just not a roster with the money that they've had to spend and now have $57 million in dead cap space. The Packers are hitting the reset button, and they're going to try to build around Jordan Love. It's going to be a young team. It's going to be a very inexperienced team, and that means it's not going to be a team competing to win in NFC North. Packers even at plus 380, that is a bad bet. So thanks, Eric, for stepping in, playing a little good bet, bad bet with uh, Chris Carlin. Uh, Chris, enjoy your uh, trip down to Kansas City. Anything else you're looking forward to down in KC when you're down there, other than um, the draft? You know, listen, I, I'm I'm an eclectic individual. I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of people, a lot of friends that I haven't seen in a while around, you know, around football. But at the same time, I yeah, just get me a couple of steaks and we're good to go. We'll <laughs> steaks make this and football. Work. Steaks chance? and football sounds like a fantastic time down in Kansas uh, City. Totally here, my friend. agree. Any totally chance agree. you get a uh, draft day hug from Roger Goodell? Quite famous for those. Ooh. Oh, I, listen, if he, if he makes the rounds and comes around, I will absolutely go in for the draft day hug. You got, you and I will make up? sure there is a photographer there. <laughs> one one handshake, one arm around the back of Roger. And, I, and my goal in that case would be to make it uncomfortably long. Nice. <laughs> nice. I like it. Can I hold this more than four seconds? I don't know. Oh, I, th- I, I've, I think you. I'd take the over. If we're playing good bet, bad bet with that, I'm saying I'm taking the over. I love uh, it. Carlin, thank you so much for the time. Enjoy KC, bud. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Chris. Chris Carlin joining us here on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Coming up next, now that the Jets have their quarterback, what else do they need in the draft and whatever's left of free agency? We dive into that. Coming up next, Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo to Key! 
Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Aaron Rodgers is going to the New York Jets. It's official, finally. Green Bay has really set themselves up for the next couple of years to not only be able to maneuver if they find a quarterback, if they find out that Jordan Love is not the guy. Jets are Super Bowl contenders. That remains in place. He could potentially be traded for two number one picks and the number two pick. That is a massive cost for the Jets that had to do it. It's official, finally. That's right, it is official. Aaron Rodgers heading to New York. Some draft capital heading back to Green Bay before Thursday night's draft, which, of course, you can listen to right here on ESPN Radio with Canty and Carlin. So this is Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, but no Canty or Carlin today. I'm Gabe Nigel along with Chad Brown as we fill in for the guys. ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. To help us break this trade down from the New York Jets perspective, we welcome in Quincy Anunwa, former wide receiver and New York Jets game analyst for Jets.com. Quincy, thank you for the time. I'm assuming it's just a celebration that's been going on for the last 24 hours in, in, in Jets fandom, and everybody's just been going crazy. Is that pretty accurate? Everybody has just been getting excited, buying those season tickets in anticipation of the Jets ending their 12-year playoff drought? Yeah, absolutely. I think everybody's been uh, looking forward to this moment. Um, it's been long drawn out, but I think uh, that's what made it even more sweet that it happened right before the draft so you know people can celebrate a few different things uh, this coming weekend. Quincy, uh, I think a lot of folks have not been paying to the Jets recently because, heck, as, as – as Gabe just said, a 12-year playoff drought. But we have heard names like Garrett Wilson and, and Sauce Gardner. Are there some other names that folks should nationally know about or will hear about this season now that Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback and the Jets will get some primetime games? Yeah, I mean, you talked about the two big guys, but obviously there's also Brees Hall coming off an injury. Um, you know, Miko Harmon just came to the team. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of guys, Quincy Williams, you know, if the Jets can make a deal with Quentin Williams, there's a lot of guys on this team that, you know, have names or are trying to build names that are really exciting players. I mean, uh, the defense, you know, I can list the names, uh, you know, continue to list the names and go, go on with, them, with those guys, uh, you know, the top defense in AFC. Um, and then offensively, you know, guys were just looking for a quarterback to help them lead. You know, there was a lot of uh, back and forth injuries, uh, guys not playing the way they needed to last year. So, I think this year, uh, coming in with Aaron Rodgers, it should be an exciting year for all those guys on the offensive side as well. Former wide receiver and New York Jets game analyst for Jets.com, Quincy Anunwa joining us on Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. I'm Gabe Nigel along with Chad Brown. Now that they have the, their coveted quarterback, what are the Jets going to be targeting in the upcoming draft, and what are they going to potentially looking for with the veterans that are still out there in free agency? Yeah, that's a good question. I think, you know, I think one of the most important things for them right now is the offensive line. Um, you look at the last year, you know, we talk about the quarterback play, but also the offensive line uh, was 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 be- beaten and battered throughout the year. You know, guys going down, coming back, um, not playing up to their fullest potential. You know, it was a tough year for those guys. You know, uh, also guys moving around, guys playing a few different positions at one point. 
you know. So I think coming into this year, not only will they be looking to add depth, but also competition. You know, guys that can come in and kind of push those guys uh, to play to their fullest potential. And if not, then somebody else will have to replace them. You know, this is a league that, you know, you, you, you're you only as good as your last game. So, you know, I think that uh, – yeah, or, excuse me, your next game. So I think, you know, these guys are, are looking forward to uh, – who comes in, and I think the, the Jets front office definitely knows that O-line is one of their, their high priorities. Quincy, I know that you look at life through uh, green and white glasses, but the Jets did finish mm-hmm. fourth in the AFC East last year. Uh, obviously, Buffalo is at the top of that division. Miami's got a pretty good football team. As long as Bill Belichick is a coach in New England, it's hard to you know really doubt them and, and throw them out of the picture. How do you see the AFC East stacking up now that Aaron Rodgers is under center for the Jets? Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a dogfight. You know, you got a lot of great teams in that division uh, with some great quarterback play. Um, I think you, you, when you look at last year, though, the Jets were in a lot of those games. Unfortunately, down the stretch, they couldn't finish games, and I think that's something that they've really been focusing on. It's something that Coach Sala really harped on at the end of the year last year. Um, and so you now you have a guy that's championship caliber, multiple MVPs, you know, knows how to get to the end game. Um, and he's going to bring that knowledge and expertise expertise into this locker room, you know. You, and the idea is, you know, with a guy like that, he's going to lead them to being the top of the division. You know, it's easy to say those things now. They're going to have to put in the work. And thankfully, you know, he can come in, in the offseason and do exactly that, put that work in and, you know, lead these guys to where they want to go. Quincy Inunua, former Jets uh, wide receiver and Jets game analyst now for Jets.com. Joining us, Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. I'm Gabe Neitzel, along with Chad Brown. And Quincy, uh, part of the reason we're having you on, you're participating in the fourth annual Meadowlands Racetrack Sportscaster Charity Derby. It's coming up Friday, May 12th, and you are representing SBH Health System, uh, which is a very special safety net hospital in the Bronx. It serves one of the most underserved communities in New York City. Uh, So what is... The fourth annual Meadowlands Racetrack Sportscasters Charity Derby, and why is it so important for you to be associated with SBH Health SBH Health System? Well, yeah, with SBH, you, you, you kind of hit the nail on the head exactly what they do. You know, you're talking about the Bronx. It's a, it's a, you know, there's a huge underserved community there of people that deserve to get health care and are just not able to get it. And SBH is a for-profit hospital, non-for-profit hospital, so they're not getting the same funds that you see some of these other hospitals get. So, uh, with the Meadowlands Racetrack uh, event, it allows me to, uh, you know, raise funds for them by racing on the track against other sports catchers. And it's cool because, you know, not many people get to say they've been on a racetrack, raced on a racetrack, you know, uh, with these horses. I mean, these are elite athletes, you know, uh, although they're not humans, you know, to watch them, to be next to them, to see them, um, it's, it's pretty cool to see. And, and the experience of feeling the wind, you know, hitting your face and everything as you're riding around the racetrack is pretty cool as well. Wait, you're actually going to be getting on the horse? Are you terrified of actually riding a horse? How much work is, goes into this thing? Yeah, so this is actually my second time. So the first time All I was right. absolutely terrified. You know, I think uh, anytime you think about something like that, uh, it was it, it was it's obviously going to bring in some, some of those feelings. But uh, you have somebody else with you racing actually uh you know an experienced rider that knows exactly what he's doing because if it was me i would probably run right off the track not know what i was doing uh and uh you just kind of sit there and you know maybe give him some words of encouragement while he does the work uh, but it's just a, a a cool experience and obviously you know raising funds for uh these charities are, are always uh, uh near and dear and a great opportunity for us Quincy, we certainly appreciate the time. I hope you enjoy what should be an interesting 2023 for the Jets, and best of luck in a couple of weeks in that derby. 
No, I appreciate it, and you guys have a good one, man. Quincy Nunwa joining us here on Canty and Carlin. How would you rank the four NFC North starting quarterbacks now that Aaron Rodgers is no longer in the division? That's a question we ask and answer coming up next on Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. The longest time, really since 2010, Aaron Rodgers has been number one when you rank the quarterbacks in his division, in the NFC North, his old division. Well, he's no longer there. He's officially... Maybe not officially, officially, but he's on his way to New York to be a member of the Jets. So we ask, who are the top? How would you put, what order would you put the four quarterbacks that start for the NFC North teams here on Canty and Carlin? ESPN Radio, ESPN App, Sirius XM Channel 80. I'm Gabe Neitzel along with Chad Brown filling in for the guys today. And I feel like this is a hard exercise for me because I'm not going to like the fact that the team that I root for the team that I talk about on a daily basis here in Wisconsin, and Aaron, and Jordan Love now, is not going to be at the top of the list. I don't know what to do. It's, it's a very confusing <laughs> time, Chad. Very confusing time for me here in Wisconsin. So what would your list look like 
in terms of ranking the four quarterbacks in the NFC North of Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, Justin Fields, and the newest member of the starting quarterback club, Jordan Love. I think Kirk Cousins wins this by default because the rest of the guys just don't have very impressive resumes. Uh, I don't believe in Kirk Cousins. I don't believe him as a primetime player. I don't believe him as a playoff quarterback. But on this list, he is clearly the best of the four. Um, uh, yeah, it's it speaks to, in my mind, more about the rest of the list than it does about Kirk Cousins by having him number one. See, I almost go Jared Goff by default because I look at Goff and Cousins in very similar lights, and one of them actually did go to a Super Bowl. I understand he had a ton of talent around him and one of the best coaches in the NFL when he went to the Super Bowl with the Rams, but he had to do something en route to that Super Bowl. I know he did absolutely nothing in that Super Bowl because the Rams scored three points against the New England Patriots. But I feel like Goff almost ends up as that number one spot. And that was an electric offense at home in Detroit. Now they've got some things to shore up when they go on the road this year. Maybe that's part of the growing process. But I would put Jared Goff at number one. Who would you have at number two? And I'll go Jared Goff for my number two for the reasons you just listed. There's something about his game, and he certainly had success with the Rams, but the reason why uh, they were willing, Sean McVay was willing to move on from him and go after another quarterback because he couldn't bring what they needed in the most critical of moments. Um, so quarterbacks, in my mind, are usually judged by those critical moments. A lot of guys can have success when there's no pressure in the pocket. A lot of guys can be successful in the first and second quarter of a game, but in the fourth quarter, when you need them in a playoff situation, when you need them, some guys those moments are just too big and I think it applies to both Kirk Cousins and to Jared Goff yeah as much as I want to put Justin Fields at number two here because for the same reasons that you don't believe in Kirk Cousins I do not believe in Kirk Cousins I just can't do it quite yet I think that there's a very strong possibility by the end of the year that Justin Fields sprints past both of these guys I really like what he did with a really bad offense around him a season ago and I think finally getting some stability in terms of his coaching staff his offensive coordinator as they try to build that thing right in Chicago but Kirk Cousins still ends up being number two so does that mean you have Justin Fields at three I do have Justin Fields at three now maybe my sample from Justin Fields is not exactly fair I had Chicago, San Francisco, game one in Chicago this year, Justin Fields Oof. versus Trey Lance. There was the rainstorm yeah, that went on that, for about two and a half quarters of that game. Yeah, I was about but to say, rainstorm, I, I feel, is like light for what actually happened in that game. It was pouring down. That field was soaking wet. You are correct. It was more than a rainstorm. It was a torrential downpour, <laughs> and there were inches of water on the field. Um, but the rain did clear, and there was – you know, no water coming out of the skies. They were given dry footballs the last quarter and a half of that football game. And I did not see anything resembling NFL quality quarterback play from either Trey Lance or Justin Fields. I know Justin Fields got better as the season went along. And so I will give him some credit for that. But my one chance to see him in person, I walked away thinking, I don't know how they could have possibly given him the starting job. You couldn't complete a screen pass. You couldn't complete a a quick slant. These are basic NFL one-on-one type of throws that neither quarterback was able to complete. Yeah, Justin Fields, again, I, I believe in him more than you, and maybe that's because they decided that Equinemia St. Brown last year was their big free agent acquisition, which means Jordan Love is number four on both our lists. And that's just because we haven't seen enough of him. There's been some really bad, there's been some really good, but ultimately he's made one start and played a handful of snaps in some other games. Sample size way too small. I think he's 
in fourth place by default. Maybe at the end of the season we can get together and restack this list. But but just because the small sample size and window, he's got to be fourth place for me. Yeah, it's and he's going to have an opportunity to grow with the young roster that the Packers are going to ultimately build around him. But the other guys have a little bit more experience, a little bit of a head start on him right now. It's just a great unknown of what Jordan Love is going to be for the Green Bay Packers in 2023. Coming up next, we go back to the Jets. And is it Super Bowl or bust in New York? That's next right here. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN App, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin Podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.